Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on? like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my man, as always, Mojo Utati. Mojo, look, the week, it might not have started off great for Taylor Swift, but uh, she is still very much winning at life. Uh, maybe the understatement of the year there, Mojo, because Taylor Swift has been named the Time Magazine Person of the Year, Mojo. Obviously, uh, that is uh, an incredible honor. There's, there's a lot of people, it turns out, in the world, uh, like 8 billion. Out of all of them, according to Time Magazine, none had a bigger impact on the world. There were, Mojo, a lot of people, some good, some bad, that were up for this distinction, including Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin, and King Charles. So uh, obviously you're talking about world leaders. You're talking about people who are incredibly wealthy, incredibly powerful. And again, out of all them, Mojo, Taylor Swift is the one that Time Magazine chose. Now, she did uh, sit down and actually give an interview to Time Magazine. And Mojo, I thought this was really interesting because she talked about meeting Travis and, and the early days of their relationship before we ever knew anything was going on between them. So this is what Taylor had to say about dating Travis. This all started when Travis very adorably put me on blast on his podcast, which I thought was metal as hell. We started hanging out right after that. So we actually had a significant amount of time that no one knew, which I'm grateful for because we got to know each other. By the time I went to that first game, we were a couple. So Mojo, we weren't sure at that time. Now we find out, hey, they had been actually dating and they were in a relationship during that first game at Arrowhead. So uh, certainly a revelation to people and to fans there. Did you just add this as A1 on the show to throw it in my face that this is a real relationship? I, yes, because... I said finally Mojo's <laughs> going to have to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> well, how about Time Magazine going the uh, least polarizing route? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got Trump, you got Putin, and you got Taylor Swift. Hmm, <laughs> what's going to make people the least upset about this? We'll go with Taylor Swift. Yes. Hey, she came out and said, first of all, I'm, I'm glad that they had some time that nobody knew about this yeah. relationship. That is just unbelievably important. Um, yep. The second the world finds out, it's obviously really, really difficult to take it slow, to, to feel it out, to not feel like you have to go along with this thing uh, for the public's eyes and the NFL's interest and yep. the, for the fans and for us to argue about every week as to the validity of this <laughs> relationship. Uh, but that's cool, man. Very, very interesting to hear, calling it a full-on couple. Yeah. I still have my doubts, but uh, they're quickly, quickly being silenced. Um, yeah, it's feeling bit. more and more real, Mojo, I think, the more we find out. Well, let, me, let me ask you this question, Babcock, and yeah. I'm not taking anything away from Taylor Swift. I'm not. Yeah. She's one of the biggest stars on the planet. A case could be made for literally the biggest star yeah. on the planet. 
Does she win this without the Travis Kelsey Ooh, relationship? That's a big, you know, I, I don't know, Mojo. I She obviously was a, a gigantic and enormous star before Travis Kelsey, but it, it is, it's made her relevant to a brand new audience. I mean, as you've got 30 million people watching these NFL games and to see Taylor on the screen 15 times, I, I think it has raised her profile even more. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure that she does win it with that without Travis Kelsey. I'm not saying that he has done anything uh, as far as making her a bigger star. I, I think she was obviously incredible to begin with, with or without Travis. But, Mudge, I'm not sure. I, I would say no, she does not win this without Travis Kelsey. So, uh, I guess in, in that respect, uh, he has had a, a pretty big impact on her career. All right, Mojo. You know, people like to debate. Who are the toughest athletes? Is it football players? Is it hockey players? I, I, I don't know. I, I think hockey players might take this, Mojo, because last night, and, and fine, this guy actually never did return to the game, but hockey's dangerous, man. So the Rangers playing the Senators in Ottawa, Mojo, and uh, Rangers forward Barkley Goudreau took a puck right to the face. Ugh. Watch this. Ottawa with the goal by Brady Kachuk leading it 1-0. Nice play by Miller on the keep in. Oh, and boy. Own man, Barkley yeah. Goodrow. Yeah, right up into his face. It was an oh. excellent play Oh boy. By, by Miller, but Barkley Goodrow was coming out of the zone facing Miller. And boy, oh boy, that got him right in the mouth. Oh, man. Hopefully we'll be able to stitch that up and get him back out there, but... Never like when he starts checking to see which teeth are still intact, no. and there it is. Yeah, Mojo, you see his, his tooth literally laying on the ice. I mean, if you've ever held a hockey puck before, you don't have to be a hockey player. I mean, the pucks are they're, they're heavy, it's hard, and it's frozen. And you don't want to get hit in the mouth with one of those. And obviously, a uh, trip to the dentist in order for Barkley. Man, I played in the NFL. I wrestled in the WWE. I think the NHL scares me than both of those things maybe combined. Those pucks hitting you in the face like that, you're literally skating around with blades on your feet. There's weapons. You could get cut so easily. I don't know how that doesn't happen way more. Hockey is a scary sport, man. Uh, for him to only have one tooth yeah. laying on the ice, for us to only be looking at one singular tooth after that shot is beyond me. I don't know how that happened. Uh, hopefully this guy's okay because, oh, he dodged a bullet with this one. He didn't dodge the puck, but at least he dodged the bullet, metaphorically speaking, because that could have been so much worse. Coming up next on TMZ Sports, the Cowboys are one of the hottest teams in the NFL, led by their MVP candidate at quarterback. Dallas legend Drew Pearson on the rise of Dak Prescott and why this week's matchup with the Eagles is the most meaningful game for his former team in years. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Ragaton is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. 
Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike. Uh, with Drew Pearson, I was going to say Mojo. Mojo will be back with us in just a few minutes. But there is a absolutely massive football game going down Sunday night. Might be the game of the year. It is, if you ask me. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, Philadelphia Eagles at AT&T Stadium with first place in the NFC East on the line. I know who this guy's rooting for here, man. Uh, we welcome our guy, Hall of Famer, Drew Pearson. Drew, how are you and how excited are you, Drew, for this game this weekend? I cannot wait. I cannot wait either. And I'm probably going to be stretching for the rest of the week just in case they need me. You know, I'm trying to get ready. Uh, but, you know, this is this is big, you know, Cowboys and Eagles get together. I know, you know, their record, our record and, and all this stuff in the past. They were in the Super Bowl. We don't care about that. Throw all that stuff out the window. This is Cowboys and Eagles. If we hadn't win any games and they hadn't win any games so far this year, this would be a big game. OK, because yep. it's the Cowboys and Eagles and we want to beat them and they want to beat us as bad as we want to beat them. So what that makes, it makes for a great game. It makes for a great game coming up this Sunday night. Who is the advantage here, Drew? Uh, it seems the Cowboys come in playing better. Who has the advantage, and how do you see the game going Sunday night? Well, if there was an advantage, I think the Cowboys would have. It's simply because it's playing at home. You know, we're undefeated at home so far this season. We have, and this is the month of December, we've had pretty much success against the Eagles, or Mike McCarthy has much success against the Eagles in the month of December. We beat them twice last year in the month of December. So, you know, uh, this game is going to come down to quarterback play. Who is the better quarterback in this game? You're talking about two quarterbacks that are being mentioned for most valuable players in the league, Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts. So who's going to have the better game in this in this game? Because defenses are going to dominate. Defenses are going to make plays. Defenses are going to get stops. And who's going to be able to make plays uh, beyond that to move the football, to get that football in the end zone or at least field goal range? So that's what it's going to come down to. You know, Drew, I, I remember in the offseason reading stories, is this uh, Dak's last go around with the Cowboys now? Like you said, he's in the MVP conversation. He's playing at an incredibly high level. And now I'm hearing people talking about, hey, we've got to restructure Dak's contract and we've got to give this guy an extension and a big extension at that. What do you make of, you know, sort of where Dak started the season and now where he is? And, and what do you think uh, they should do as far as his future in Dallas? First of all, Mike, Dak ain't going anywhere, okay? Yep. Jerry Jones is not going to let Dak Prescott go away. He's everything we want in a Dallas Cowboy quarterback. He's a Roger Staubach and Troy Aikman and even a Tony Romo all mixed together. He's that guy. So they're going to work something out with Dak. I think his hit anyway this year is about $49 million. So where do you go from there? Right, right. You know? It's bigger next but, year even, but yeah, I get, get the point. I get right. the point. <laughs> so, you know – He's going to end up being the highest paid player probably in NFL history because Jerry Jones is not going to let 
Dak Prescott go. We are going to sign Dak Prescott, and he'll be a cowboy for life. You heard it first right here on TMZ. Let me ask you about C.D. Lamb before I let you go. C.D. Lamb, one of the, the, the best receivers. I mean, fair to talk about him with, with guys like Tyreek Hill and then you know, Justin Jefferson, those class of guys. Is he is he in there? Absolutely. He's in the upper echelon. Throwing a uh, my, my upper echelon. And, you know, he's part of the 88 club, Mike. And we'd be texting each other, Michael, me, and Dez during the game and see who's on that feed, you know? And uh, we're just hoping TD doesn't pick up his phone and text back, you know, till after the game. But we were, Michael texts me, oh, CD's on fire. I text CD's ball and he's taking us into history. Dez is saying, that's my man, that's my man. And our honorary guy on the 88 club is Post Malone. You know, he's going no, crazy. Is it, Post CD. Malone's on the group uh, text? Yeah, he's on the group text with us, man. And he's a big uh, fan, you know. We got ca- Post Malone Cowboy merchandise and everything. Let's Look see. At that, you know? Oh, how cool. Yeah, he's a big Cowboy fan. Oh, wow. You know, so he's on the text, group text. But CD is making the 88 club proud. And think where the Dallas offense would be if CD Lamb wasn't having the year that he's having. All right, he's already 90 catches over over a thousand yards. He's finding the end zone. He's a threat running the football. I got a feeling they might try him on a reverse and maybe throw a pass downfield to somebody wide open. Hey, Mike, you know I threw three touchdown passes in Did the you NFL. Throw three touchdowns. Yes. What could it? So you the 88 club, we can we can chuck it as well. <laughs> But CD is balling. He's all pro. No question about it right now. Yeah. So uh, so who do you think wins? Do you think the Eagles win on Sunday? I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you must who be tripping, Mike. Sunday? Come on, man. <laughs> you know the Cowboys are going to pull us out. We're going to keep our home streak going. We're going to beat the Eagles and make that long plane ride home. On Cannot wait. You know, we will all be watching. Drew, thank you so much. I always I love talking to you, Drew. Thank you for doing this. Anytime, man. Go Cowboys. <laughs> College football world, really the, the sports world in general, still talking about the decision that was made over the weekend. Florida State, undefeated Florida State, kept out of the college football playoffs. A lot of people believe it's uh, a travesty. And I am so interested to hear this man uh, right here take uh, one of the greatest players in Florida State football history, Heisman Trophy winner, national champion, Charlie Ward. Charlie, how are you? Thank you so much for being here. and. What were you thinking, Charlie, when you're watching the show and you find out, hey, despite not losing a game, they didn't make it? Yes, it was definitely heartbreaking, um, you know, as an alum, but more importantly for the coaches and the players uh, at FSU because um, a lot of the guys uh, that were seniors uh, came back uh, just for this opportunity. And uh, when you go out and do what you're supposed to do on the field, everything that you've been asked to do, which is win games, and you don't get an opportunity to play for a national championship is definitely a gut-wrenching. Um, and so, you know, it's that whole scenario sometimes when uh, you've done all the right things and then someone accuses you of doing something that you didn't do, um, and they, they make it the gospel, and they make it law, um, and there's nothing that you can do about it. Uh, that is the most frustrating part about this whole uh, situation uh, because, you know, they've done everything they've been asked to do, uh, which is win games. And then they get compared to uh, teams that have 
done all that they could do except for one game. Uh, they lost the game. And so when they start getting compared to teams uh, that have lost one game and they haven't lost the game, that is very, very frustrating. And it just calls for concern on how do we come to this conclusion uh, for choosing the teams. I just think it's important that we all, I would like to see us uh, have access to the selection committee process. I've been on the board of, a, of an FHSSAA here in Florida, and a lot of our meetings are online to where people can weigh in and see mm. what the conversations are. I would like to see us open up that process so that we can hear these conversations wow. and weigh in on the process. Right, everything would be transparent if that were the case. I agree. Charlie, thank you so much. It's a great Charlie Ward, thank you. I appreciate you guys. And I'm going to beat you. That's all. No, ready to go. Whoa! You see that, guys? You see that, guys? So welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, we've got a new segment here. We're going to call it the TMZ Sports Youth Movement. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, we're going to start with that adorable uh, girl right there. And there's a reason she's good at basketball because her dad happens to be John Morant. That is uh, adorable four-year-old Kari Morant. She's got handle mojo. She was dribbling to the left and then she knocks down that layup. Mom stood no chance because sometimes just the offense is that good mojo. Doesn't matter how good the defense is. And Kari Grant's got it. The ball handling on this four-year-old <laughs> was incredible, right? Yeah. She dribbles better than I think I could right about now. <laughs> Me awesome too. shot. Nailed it. Babcock, I'm just going to point out the obvious here. Mom's defense was weak. It was lacking. <laughs> I don't know what she was thinking or doing, but she just wasn't in the zone. But Kari was. Yeah, I, I do like when when grownups will like really badly block the shot of kids. I, I get a great kick out of that for some reason. She's got a Tom Brady this situation. Yeah. Humiliate your children. <laughs> That's right. The school of parenting from Tom Brady. Uh, Mojo, not, not the only youth, because child of a athletic superstar that we're going to talk about, someone who I know you know uh, well here, Brock Lesnar's daughter, Maya. She is a track and field athlete. Mojo, that is 21-year-old Maya Lesnar, who set a school record at Colorado State. So, Mojo, she steps up to the shot put. And remember, these are like, obviously, these really heavy spherical balls that are very hard to throw far, uh, unless you're Maya Lesnar. 18 and a half meters, Mojo, further than anybody ever at Colorado State. Take a look. Hold. There it is. Hold it. There you go. I am so scared of her. Mojo, uh, she is an incredible athlete. And uh, yeah, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree there either. No, not one bit. Look at the footwork, man. That looks yes. like ballet there. The art is just right? absolutely incredible. I mean, hats off to Maya. I mean, when your dad is Brock Lesnar, obviously the world is going to be expecting everything under the sun from you. And it's not like that, that life, uh, those achievements are just given to you. No. 
they are earned. And obviously, it took a ton, a ton of work to get to that point. Absolutely smoked it. Carving out her own career. Something yeah. tells me that this is just the absolute beginning of the laundry list of accomplishments that this young lady is going to have. I'm I'm watching these, these throws, Babcock, and all I'm seeing in my mind is this is going to be a WWE finishing move one day, like a big... Yeah, Mojo, do you think that? I, I was I was wondering that, you know, perhaps there's not so much money to be made in the shot put as you graduate college, but I could definitely see her in a WWE ring, right? Oh, my goodness, yes. A WWE would sign her up in a half a second. It would not even be a consideration whatsoever. I'm sure they've already tried or at least had the discussion uh, to put things in, into place for later. It all depends on what Maya wants to do. I mean, the world is her oyster right yeah. now. She could do anything. Sky's the limit. There's so many things she can do. And honestly, there's nothing stopping her from doing all of these. All right, Mojo, we are just about out of time. We got a big guest tomorrow, though. Uh, one of the greatest football players of all time, Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson, Megatron, Mojo, of course, the Hall of Famer, who, and there is a tie-in to the last segment we just did, Mojo, Calvin Johnson was teammates on the Georgia Tech football team with Roman Reigns, Mojo, who you know, of course, Roman Reigns, one of Brock Lesnar's big-time WWE rivals. Tomorrow, we're actually going to talk to Megatron about Roman Reigns. We've talked to Roman about Calvin before. Now we're going to ask Calvin about Roman. Uh, obviously went on to be one of the, uh, you know, the biggest superstars we've seen in wrestling history. But what was he like on the Georgia Tech football team? We've got a ton of questions tomorrow for Calvin Johnson. I am really looking forward to that, Mojo. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, me too, Babcock. Talking about Roman Reigns, Megatron, and how Mojo defeated their Georgia Tech football game when I played at Maryland. <laughs> oh, did you play well, them? Definitely make tomorrow the best show since today.